No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome back to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Before there could be worship in the tabernacle, there had to be priests who could represent the people before God. Today we conclude our study of the consecration of Aaron and his sons. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Leviticus chapter 8 on Simply the Bible. Before the priests could minister to the Lord, they first had to be consecrated. Now that's not a word we use a lot these days, but that word is meaningful to me because my grandmother, who was a great inspiration to me, used to tell me, Daryl, it's all about consecration. There are two Hebrew words that are translated consecrate in the New King James Version. One word means to set apart. The other means to fill the hands of. As this relates to the priesthood, first Aaron and his sons would be set apart to minister to the Lord on behalf of the people and to minister to the people on behalf of the Lord. Second, their hands would be filled with the work of the ministry. In the case of the Old Testament worship, this meant that their hands would be filled with the flesh, fat, and blood of animal sacrifices as well as fine flour, oil, and frankincense of the grain offerings. We can illustrate the meaning of these two Hebrew words if we consider planning a vacation. First, you set it apart by getting time off work and booking your flight and lodging. Then, when you go on vacation, you fill your hands with activities, entertainment, and sightseeing. And don't forget eating out. Likewise, the priests were set apart for the ministry, and then they would have their hands filled with its work. Yesterday, we saw how Moses washed and clothed Aaron and his sons, and then sacrificed a bull for a sin offering, because they were sinners, just as the people whom they served. Today, we look at the burnt offering and ordination offering that were also required before they could serve the Lord as priests. The burnt offering was the offering of sanctification, meaning that the entire animal was set apart to God. We pick it up in Leviticus 8.18. Then he brought the ram as the burnt offering, and Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the head of the ram, and Moses killed it. Then he sprinkled the blood all around the altar, and he cut the ram into pieces, and Moses burned the head, the pieces, and the fat. Then he washed the entrails and the legs in water, and Moses burned the whole ram on the altar. It was a burnt sacrifice for a sweet aroma, an offering made by fire to the Lord, as the Lord had commanded Moses. This offering pictures Christ as he was completely set apart to God to do his will. In his high priestly prayer in John 17, Jesus said, And for their sakes I sanctify myself, that they also may be sanctified by the truth. Because Christ set apart himself for us, we set apart ourselves for him. And how do we do this? By believing and obeying the truth. As Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the ram of the burnt offering, they glorified God by offering their own lives to him in sacrifice and service. 
Whenever we offer ourselves to God in obedience to his commandments, it is always a sweet aroma to the Lord. I liken it to how I feel when my grandson sees me and runs up to me and gives me a big hug. Verse 22. And he brought the second ram, the ram of consecration. Then Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the head of the ram, and Moses killed it. Also he took some of its blood and put it on the tip of Aaron's right ear, on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot. Then he brought Aaron's sons. And Moses put some of the blood on the tips of their right ears, on the thumbs of their right hands, and on the big toes of their right feet. And Moses sprinkled the blood all around on the altar. Now this sort of seems almost humorous that they'd be putting blood on their thumbs and big toes and ears, but it all had a meaning, of course. The second offering was known as the Ram of Consecration or the Ram of Ordination. The Hebrew word literally means filling, as now they would be filled with the work of the ministry. The blood was put on Aaron's right ear because his ears would be filled with the words of the Lord. It was only as the priests heard the word and meditated on it day and night that they would be able to keep themselves from sin and instruct others. The blood was put on Aaron's right hand because his hands would be filled with the works of the Lord. They would handle the flesh, the blood, the grain at the bronze altar and the incense oil and bread inside the sanctuary. The blood was put on Aaron's right foot because his feet would be filled with the steps of the Lord. By God's grace, they would walk in all his ways. This same ritual was repeated for each of Aaron's sons. Aaron must have enjoyed serving the Lord with his sons. I can tell you personally that I have no greater joy than to have my son working by my side in ministry. Verse 25, Then he took the fat and the fat tail and all the fat that was on the entrails, the fatty lobe attached to the liver, the two kidneys in their fat, and the right thigh. And from the basket of unleavened bread that was before the Lord, he took one unleavened cake, a cake of bread anointed with oil, and one wafer, and put them on the fat and on the right thigh. And he put all these in Aaron's hands and in his son's hands and waved them as a wave offering before the Lord. Then Moses took them from their hands and burned them on the altar on the burnt offering. They were consecration offerings for a sweet aroma that was an offering made by fire to the Lord. This ram of ordination is believed to be best classified as a peace offering although it was different from ordinary peace offerings. As with the regular peace offering, the fatty portions would be burned on the altar, and this was normally the Lord's part. Grain offerings were often presented as part of the peace offerings to be eaten by the priests. However, in this case, they would be burned. But before all that, the fatty portions, the grain offerings, and the right thigh were placed in the hands of Aaron and his sons, and they waved them back and forth toward and away from the altar. Then Moses burned all this on the altar on top of the burnt offering that was still smoldering. Usually with the peace offering, the thigh would go to the officiating priest for food. 
But since this ceremony was to consecrate the priests, the thigh was also burned as a sweet savor to the Lord. Verse 29, And Moses took the breast and waved it as a wave offering before the Lord. It was Moses' part of the ram of consecration, as the Lord had commanded Moses. Moses waved the breast toward and away from the altar. Since Moses was acting as the officiating priest for this ceremony, he received the breast as his portion to eat. Then Moses took some of the anointing oil and some of the blood which was on the altar and sprinkled it on Aaron, on his garments, on his sons, and on the garments of his sons with him. And he consecrated Aaron, his garments, his sons, and the garments of his sons with him. Now, Moses had already poured the anointing oil on Aaron. So why was it now necessary to sprinkle it on Aaron, on his sons, and on their garments? First, we see that the oil was mixed with the blood. This speaks of the filling of the spirit and the cleansing of the blood. You see, earlier, Aaron was anointed with the spirit. This compares with us receiving the Holy Spirit upon conversion. But even though we have his anointing, we are still in continual need of his sprinkling. We need to be being filled with the Spirit every day. Also, we need the continual cleansing of the blood of Jesus. We are told in 1 John 1.7 that if we walk in the light as he is in the light, then we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus continually cleanses us from all sin. Second, we see that this sprinkling was not only for Aaron and his sons, but also for their garments. Garments in the scripture speak of the righteous acts of the saints. Our works must be sprinkled with the spirit and the blood in order for them to be profitable. Too many people are attempting to serve God in the strength of their own flesh and with their sins not being cleansed. Jesus said that apart from him, that is without the spirit and without the blood, we can do nothing. Our service should be spirit-led and blood-cleansed. Verse 31, And Moses said to Aaron and his sons, Boil the flesh at the door of the tabernacle of meeting, and eat it there with the bread that is in the basket of consecration offerings. As I commanded, saying, Aaron and his sons shall eat it. What remains of the flesh and of the bread you shall burn with fire. And you shall not go outside the door of the tabernacle of meeting for seven days until the days of your consecration are ended. For seven days he shall consecrate you. Now, common to all peace offerings was a meal, and this was no exception. Aaron and his sons ate a boiled portion of the ram of ordination along with the unleavened bread. And whatever they didn't eat on that day had to be burned. As he has done this day, so the Lord has commanded to do, to make atonement for you. Therefore you shall stay at the door of the tabernacle of meeting day and night for seven days, and keep the charge of the Lord, so that you may not die. For so I have been commanded. So Aaron and his sons did all the things that the Lord had commanded by the hand of Moses. They were to remain outside the door of the tabernacle of meeting for seven days. In this way, they would keep the charge of the Lord. 
If they left before their period of consecration was over, they could die. Aaron and his sons did all the things that the Lord had commanded by the hand of Moses. Obedience to the Lord's commandments is certainly the theme of Leviticus chapter 8. It must not have been easy to simply stay at the door of the tabernacle for seven days. I mean, what did they do? What purpose could it serve? As servants of God, we are often called upon to wait on the Lord. He doesn't do things on our time schedule or in the way that we think. And sometimes he'll say to his disciples, as he did in Acts 1-4, wait in Jerusalem for the promise of the Father. Are we really willing to wait on the Lord? Or will we give in to the pressure from within or without? I am convinced that the waiting is the hardest part. But if we would serve the Lord, then we must learn to patiently abide in the Lord. Being set apart and having your hands filled with the Lord's work, it doesn't happen overnight. It is a lifelong process. A branch does not quickly bear fruit, but as it remains in the vine, then it will bear much fruit. Likewise, this is how we are to be set apart with our hands filled with the work of the ministry. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. They meet Sunday mornings at 1030 at Pepperidge Elementary School in Boise. Also, to listen to any of Pastor Daryl's teachings or to find out more about the church, go to their website at calvarytv.org. We'd really love to hear from you. You can also text WELCOME to 208-314-3377. That's 208-314-3377. Have you ever attended a powerful worship service where you knew that the Lord was present? Tomorrow we'll see how God showed up for the first worship service at the tabernacle. We hope you'll join us as we continue through Leviticus on Simply the Bible. Simply the Bible.